What up, everybody, and welcome to the Short Series Podcast. On this podcast, I talk to artists, creatives, and young entrepreneurs about their stories and their way of coping with the quarantine. This podcast was recorded in Kansas City, Missouri, with very talented individuals. Enjoy the wave. What up, everybody? It's Neighbor Street Wave. Welcome to the Short Series Podcast. I hope all is well, and it's crazy to stay the the stay at home quarantine has been lifted here in Kansas City. But I just want to continue um, to encourage people to practice social distancing, um, to wear the mask, and you don't have to look like a fool anymore because they've got it in every brand and like every look, so you can actually look cool in masks. Um, and then most importantly, uh, take care of yourself. Keep healthy. All right. My guest today. I've been thinking of introduction for her, and it's like, oh, I really want to say the very talented, but I don't even know if talented covers my guest today. She's in, she's incredible, um, empowering, and just bold as fuck. Um, welcome to the show, Lindsay Alderman. What's going on? Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm very excited to be on here, so thank you. Yeah, I couldn't think of uh, a better female right now. Um, especially after watching your Edge of a Cliff uh, documentary on uh, YouTube, um, I was just moved and um, encouraged and challenged. So um, I really appreciate your time uh, for stepping on. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you so much. Um, Yeah, that project is without a doubt uh, one of the most uh, awesome collaborations I've ever done. so thank you. Hopefully uh, more people can tune into that. I'm hoping that it can inspire a few more others along the way. So 100. I appreciate that. Yeah, 100%. Um, the guests that come on, we kind of begin with a backstory um, about themselves. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about yourself, just where you grew up um, and then to where you are now? Yeah, so I've been quite a few places. I was born... Uh, by Detroit, actually, in Michigan. And then I spent my childhood in South Jersey. And then I grew up in Lawrence, Kansas. And so Lawrence is really where I started music, for real. Once I got out of high school, it just occurred to me, you know, like, this is what I love. I literally will never do anything else. So I have to either commit or give up. And, of course, I'm not the type of person to give up. So I just started diving into the scene in Lawrence, um, doing what I could with what I had, and then just been growing ever since and constantly trying to stay working. Um, but, yeah, I've done, I've, done, I've done it all. Marching band, choir, theater. Um, Would you play a marching the band? The R&B scene. What? Would you play a marching band? Marching band, I did alto saxophone. Shit. So, yeah. That's what's I up. I did alto saxophone for marching band, tenor for symphonic band. Damn. Clarinet, flute, all of it. Okay, so in middle school, three years, played French horn. Thought it was the shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that tells me so much about uh, what I need to 
know about you. Uh, you can you know who people are based on the instruments they play. French horn is a very specific personality. Definitely, <laughs> I respect. I just wish it was on my co-star. You know what I mean? It was like underneath it, it would just say <laughs> French horn player, and I'd be like, hell yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's really good. Yeah, I respect French horn players. You, you gotta be, you gotta be a certain type of a confident, I think, to rock a French horn. So oh, for, for sure. You. And like to hold it diagonally, kind of, you know, on the the right leg. And I couldn't read music, honestly. <laughs> um, so really, I just used my ear. I'd be like, oh shit, this is the homies playing. All right, so this is what. Let me just figure it out real quick. All right, I got this. And somehow I just <laughs> rode the wave. And then high school happened, and I was like, yep. can't be in band anymore. Can't do this. Never went back. Yep, I, I feel you. It happened. <laughs> Not for everyone. <laughs> but I did bounce around. I tried, like, trumpet. Even before then, I was in, like, percussion, and they put me on triangle, and I was like, fuck this. I was like, this isn't happening. I can't sit there and just ding this Ooh. thing all the time. So, moved around through middle school, but French horn was like my shit. So, from French like, horn to triangle. <laughs> just move on. That, that's such an elevation. That's such a that's a brag right there. I want to. I want to <laughs> dive into um, the the documentary that uh, you put out, um, Edge of a Cliff. Um, shout out to your sister for directing it and shooting it. That's yes. awesome. Yes. Um, I really, really, really loved about, um, when you talked about, you know, just the mental health balance, you know, mm. and that's very important. Um, was, was that some struggles leading up for the, for the show in Lawrence or kind of like, was that kind of through your life? You just kind of always had mental health, um, issues. Oh, definitely. I mean, definitely my whole life. I, I've, um, you know, and I, for a long time, I think, especially with my brand, it's so much about just like confidence and obviously just like this super, um, uh, you know, I've really tried to ride a very empowering wave, but as I get older, I'm really realizing that the most empowering thing I think I can do, not only for myself, but for others is to be transparent about mm. those issues yeah. or dilemmas or struggles within my journey. So it was really important for me in this documentary to really expand on that because that show in particular really triggered a lot of my anxiety. Mm. And when we originally wanted to make the documentary, we didn't even expect for it to turn out the way that it did. Mm. Um, and it was really important as we were um, developing that project, you know, we had a few conversations and I was like, well, I've, you know, I've never really talked about these things and I was extremely nervous to discuss them, but I think it's really important for people to understand that they're not alone. And even if you are, you know, someone like me who is like, you know, confident and empowering and, you know, really putting forth this bad bitch energy you know bad bitches cry too like (laughs) we go through things as well and it's important to talk about those things and just let people know like you know what you're going to take some L's but what's more important is what you decide to do from there are you going to stay low or are you going to go back up I agree 100% and 
I liked how you said, uh, you know, it, it matters and affects everything. Everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, a little bit about myself. So uh, my junior year, kind of first senior year of college, I was overweight tremendously. And I was looking at myself my last year of college and I was like, I've got to do something about this. I need to change. I need to become who I know I am. And so I hit up this workout called Insanity and I did it for a year and a half and I lost 175 pounds and I has never been able to come back because I saw the other side of, uh, I don't know, the hill, the hill, you know, like the grass is greener on the other side. Like I actually really understand and know what that feels like of like having just low self-esteem, you know, and hating myself to I love who I am and I'm going to continue to love who I am. Mm. Oh, yes, I love that. Mm. I love that. And that's so much of what I want to promote um, because I I, have realized in my journey that self-love is something I really connect with. But the more that I grow and the more that I tap into my own self-love, I'm realizing that it's not about loving myself when I've gotten to a certain point. It's about loving myself in every phase of my life. Yeah. And that's super important. Yeah. And I I really love to see your preparation and practice for the show, you know, mentally Mm -hmm. and physically, um, because you you saw it. It, it, It's perfect. It's flawless. You know what I mean? Like you put a lot of time into that and I, and I really respect that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I I love to be on stage. I really have grown into, I mean, even three years ago, like I was not performing at the level at which I do now. Mm -hmm. I, because it took me a long time to feel that confidence. I knew it was always within me, Mm -hmm. but I think a lot of creatives can relate to this. You, a lot of the times, worry more about what other people are going to think instead of like stepping into who you are and especially when I was still in Lawrence I so many people there and I definitely touch on this in the documentary you know so many people there have preconceived notions about me so I was nervous to start like you know whipping out the harness belt outfits and the all sequin looks but that's what I I'd always wanted to do the only thing that was keeping me from that is that I was just nervous that people are going to still think of me as like this, you know, marching band, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, straight across bangs, shy girl. And I was like, well, you know, it's really a, at some point I have to step into who I am. It's been fun. I can't uh, wait to really see how it continues to grow. But that's definitely how I feel. Like you just have to start being yourself can't worry about what other people are going to think and i think what um i can definitely like agree to this 100 percent um the scariest things can be the most rewarding things mm-hmm. and i and i think like oh without a doubt yeah I, I saw like man people are outside i'm i'm getting ready to go do the show and then you just speaking out of positivity, and I, I love that. Just the you know the mental preparation, the confidence that fuel you mm-hmm. need to get you onto stage. I thought it was really cool to just experience that um, in the movie. Thank you. I, I, yeah, it was it was good for me. I think for people to see that. I I, I want to continue to do more. Uh, personal and behind the scenes uh, videos and stuff because I think 
and so much along the way has gotten lost in translation uh, with, you know, who I am and what I represent. But uh, that documentary, I think, really encapsulates so much of it, and I'm really proud of it. So um, hopefully anyone tuning in today can maybe take a second to check that out. And again, of course, big shout out to my sis, filmmaker, legend, Chelsea Alderman, for um, putting that together pretty awesome that we could collab on that as a family yeah 100% and then seeing like uh, the homie Hornsby and uh, Jamal aka Royal Chief step up and be a part of that event as well I thought was really cool because I was like I know them is that was that Jamal <laughs> let me let me take that back <laughs> yeah definitely shout out to to everybody involved yeah, and uh, Q um, from Lawrence as well was a part of that show it was a lot of people and um, it was really important for me to, um, whenever I have like a headlining moment, like I, I, it's really important to me to, um, you know, really select people that I genuinely believe in and whose talent is, is pretty clear, clear. And all of those, um, artists I, really deserved a moment on that stage as well. So yeah, shout out to them. Hell yeah. Let's move into your music. Um, first of all, uh, love it it's incredible um when you made your first single that the first track nobody's bitch let's talk about that a little bit where did this <laughs> what how did you get inspired by that um did anyone inspire you that to get that off going how, how was the whole process doing your first song oh this is taking me back for sure i so I had been playing around on GarageBand. Um, I had this eighty, like eighty dollar USB, you know, super cheap uh, microphone that just hooked straight up into my computer, and I was like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna start laying down some vocals like myself. And um, it was the uh, Girls of Beyonce by Drake, that track. Oh. And when I listened to that beat, I just became so inspired, and I was like let me let me just like like flow on this let me like sing something and flow and i go back and i listen to that track and i'm like okay clearly the quality is not there like that is obvious but i think it's one of the first times where it's like you can really hear like my passion um who uh what inspired it though is just i don't know I don't know. Like a lot of my music, the inspiration just comes from like wanting to um, express my confidence. So nobody's mm. bitch was like a huge mood, and it carried into one of my later projects that I made, where it's just like, no, I am not anyone's bitch. Like I'm me. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, ain't nobody's bitch. <laughs> ain't gonna up. happen. Let's dive into uh, introspection. Twenty seventeen. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. All right, so I'm I'm gonna just tell you some of my favorite tracks. So right off the get go, "Blind," whoa, mm. what the hell? Like that really set the tone, and I was like, "Damn, this gets me." Like I want to I want to listen to the next track and the next track. You know what I mean? Like um, I really enjoyed mm. that one. Um, "Happy," you know that hits hard. That shit was fire. Mm. Um, Moving from Nobody's Bitch into Introspection, you know, you went from, like, writing one song to um, writing your first LP. How was that process? Yeah. Did you have that? Did you have these lyrics already written? Did you just listen to the song and those came about? I mean, how, how did that all happen? 
Um, actually, no, it wasn't um, like a, a premeditated concept. Okay. Um, and really, that's why I had given it the name introspection because I had gone through like a major transition in my personal life, mm. and I had such a that those emotions were such a catalyst for my creativity. Um, and usually that is how I write and how I start, like, um, like I'll, I'll have my biggest creative highs when I'm like emotional because it's a way for me to express myself and heal and cope. And that's exactly what introspection was. Um, I'm glad that you liked blind. Thank you. That's uh, one of my favorite songs to perform live. Um, and I think people really connect with that one more than uh, some others on that album. But yeah, it was just, I was going through a time and I really kind of came really quickly. Um, and I just kind of whipped it out. I said some things that I, I felt like I needed to get off my chest. And then from there, it just kind of healed me. And mm. I moved forward to beauty music. Man, and like music has healed me in ways I, I don't even know how to describe or even the words to say, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I definitely it's understand. powerful. Yeah, for sure. And then two years later, you dropped Brand New, 2019. Mm. All right, so there's hella songs on here. I was like, let's go. I mean, even from the first uh, Look at Me Now, Fire, Circles, Fire, Blah, 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 Fire, Let's go half, and then that last track, brand new. Great. Mm-hmm. How was? Thank you. So, 2017 to 2019, you're coming into a, a new album. How, um, how are you inspired to come in with another album? Did you also um, work on or like have lyrics prepared before this? I mean, what was was there challenges between those two years? Anything happened to kind of like motivate or inspire you to get back in to do this again? Oh, 100%. I mean, that album is a complete representation of the transition I went through between introspection and that, that time. Um, and I think you can really feel that. Like the energy completely shifts. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. introspection is a little bit more introspective as uh like rightfully so as the name implies and then brand new i was just like yeah no like that's not me anymore like i'm definitely different and that's during the time when i uh really started shifting into who i was as a person and that's why i wanted to call it brand new because you go from introspection which i'm not even on the cover and then all of a sudden two years later i'm like laying on the floor and like lingerie and so it was like fitting for me i was like yeah no i'm i'm brand new like i'm definitely different and um i wanted that to be really shown in that album where it's just like you get those nobody's bitch vibes the confidence is back um a couple of those songs i have been working on look at me now was something that i had in the vault for a while it just never really came i i don't know it just fit really well for this album so that's that's where i went with that but, uh, yeah, it was just like that was my attitude at the time. Bossy. Bossy, like, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Um, and then uh, right now, beautiful track. Are you working on anything Thank like you. right now? Yes. Ooh, yes, I am. I'm very excited, actually. Uh, Chelsea and I actually are about to begin another visual 
venture. Um, I don't want to say too much, but I'm working on some new music um, and a new little EP situation should be, I don't, I hate saying it's like coming soon because I feel like I've been saying new music has been coming soon for like an unnecessary amount of time. So it's like, I don't want to say that it's coming soon because the creative process can always get really, um, weird and then i'll decide like no i'm not gonna drop it but yeah definitely new stuff coming soon um i just contradicted myself completely but i will say a single is coming soon and ep is around the corner however that means (laughs) some sometime sometime soon hopefully your music (laughs) your music's incredible like the listeners need to go check out all the projects that you're doing everything Thanks. I think for yeah, I, I, women I've been cranking us out over the years. Yeah. And I think for like women to actually like right now in this like COVID nineteen thing to really get inspired to look inside and ask themselves, Are you truly happy with what's going on around me or yourself? Mm-hmm. Yes or no. If it's if it's no, then it's time to change. Uh, Absolutely. You know, and I think people really need to realize that, especially in a time right now where it's like, I ain't got shit to do, but focus on myself. So let's do this. Mm-hmm. How have you been coping with uh, the COVID-19 right now? Um, Music, for sure. Um, I have unlimited time to record, which is awesome. Uh, and I mean, of course, like, it's... um very unprecedented time so you know i've had my fair share of anxiety just like everyone else and um just kind of uncertain but it's really i think a huge blessing in disguise for me um just having this time to really focus on myself my creativity my vision just with no distractions i can just really tap into my spirituality tap into my music um, it's shifting my perspective on on life and, and what's important, and I think that's really good. So currently, for me right now, I'm just, that's how I'm coping, is just seeing the, the beauty in it mm. instead of, like, all of the, the fearful aspects and, and the negative aspects of it, of course. But, yeah. And I, I think I battle with kind of, one day it's like that, the next day I'm on high. Next day I'm on low. You know what I mean? Like, and this happened yeah. just like in the last week, like towards this end of this shit, like here in Kansas City, like the stay at home quarantine. I mean, I was, I kind of felt like really low on myself. And I, I had to, like, I had to like listen to music and to get inspired. I had to listen to some motivational talks on YouTube. Like, and I haven't done that in a mm. long time. I was like, I need to get my mind straight. And it was. Mm. It was cool for the first time to actually have time to really focus on that, like in the moment, rather than like write it down and eventually try to get to it by the end of the week or something. I could do it right now. Yep. Yep. That's, that is a really good point. And it's important too. like, if I can give any words to anybody, like just mm-hmm. be gentle on yourself, you know, during this time. It's everything that you're feeling is super valid, you know, and it's okay. Like I, I've been experiencing that same exact thing. It's like a roller coaster. Like 
I'll have a day where I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is such a blessing. I can work on music all day. I can drink wine around the clock. Like, you know, like I'm so happy. This is amazing. This is the life for me. And then the next day, it's just like, it seems like this, uh, like world of doom and I'll get into politics and start reading the news and I just feel depressed. So it's like, it's okay. You know, be gentle on yourself and understand that we're all in it together. And if we keep spreading positivity and, um, uh, helping each other cope during all of this time and lifting each other up, we're going to get through it. I really refuse to take on the mentality that like, you know, 2020 is like terrible and will never bounce back. Like I'm, I'm just refusing to step into that mindset and just trying every day to remind myself, like I've gone through a million things that I didn't know the outcome, but I'm still here. So yeah, I think right now is the perfect time to try new things. Like, Very true. <laughs> like, take advantage of the time. I haven't played guitar in four years, picked that back up, and I was like, I still got it. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> oh, man, I, my fingers are still hurting. I played today, and I was like, cool, getting back to this. Slowly but surely. Mm. Something encouraging for my <laughs> mind right now. And it's been very therapeutic. It's been very therapeutic for me, so... You know, I'm I'm trying to dig in some things that I haven't done in a while. Maybe French horn, you know? Maybe I get back in that, you know? I was just going to say, I've got a great idea for something you should do. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> 100%. Uh, I want to ask you, um, where do you see yourself in five years? Have you thought of it? I'm always thinking about it. I'm, I'm, I'm constantly struggling between living in the moment and thinking big picture. Right. Um, uh, five years. I want to say I still see, like, as far as, like, where I am at physically, I can still see myself probably in California. Um, I see myself in, within the next five years definitely having released multiple more projects. Um, at that point, I can see myself having put, you know, way more stages, um, stages that are like goals of mine, no different than Liberty Hall and Lawrence, you know, that now I have new, new stages that I want to touch. And so as long as I'm just staying progressive, like my goal within the next five years is every year get better. Every year continue elevating myself mentally, physically, financially, spiritually, creatively, all of it. Just as long as I'm keep I keep expanding, then I'll be good. Yeah. I'll be I happy. I think if we're always striving for something more, something will come. Like being mm-hmm. consistent, working hard, being diligent, communicating, loving yourself. It's kinda like all these ingredients in a, a blender that really creates, you know, the best smoothie for you to elevate, you know, in a, in a, you know, I'm not really speaking literally, but I, I, I just, agree. you know, like I, I think people allow so many other harmful things to lower their standards when um, your reasons are much bigger you know and I don't think we realize them yeah it's not about the what it's about why 
It's yeah. really important. One hundred percent. I mean, living in the moment's great, but like pre- preparation and practice. Like I saw you do and get ready for that show. You killed it. Thank you. Thank you. It, preparation is key. It definitely is, and I think that's a step in humility as well because there have been you know times where it's like I haven't been as prepared because I just think that I have something in the bag you know I'm like oh no I don't have to get ready for it like this but I've learned along the way that like you will get humbled very quickly (laughs) you gotta just you have to uh, constantly be working on yourself and your craft and understand that there's always room for improvement about 30 minutes people don't know this so 30 minutes before I you know uh, we do our podcast. I just say the intro and outro like 30, 40 times. Maybe not that much, but a lot to where it's just a, a natural thing. I can agree 100%. Yes. One word that describes you. It's easy for me. Passionate. Oh. And you can hear that in your music. And I saw that on that document. 100%. percent hmm What's next for you right yep. now? That's what's an on, excellent question. What's uh, on the given list? The, given the times, it's a hard answer. But yeah. uh, like I said, just uh, get this new music out. Mm-hmm. And um, focus on myself manifest some great things to come my way once all of this uh you know ends and we can maybe go back to somewhat of a normal life stages open back up (laughs) right i just fucking miss people (laughs) right Um, and i think that's like a you know an understatement uh let's let's talk about your instagram and where people can um you know check out the youtube and then your music it's couple th- couple of different ahead. avenues. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I have uh, my, my website, which mm-hmm. is just lindsayalderman.com, one word. Mm-hmm. So that has the links for everything. You can see all my um, show photos on there. I also uh, I have a little blog on there, which is semi-underdeveloped, but I've got that. You can find all the links to my music on there. So lindsayalderman.com is really the place. Um, otherwise my Instagram is lindsay.alderman, L-A-N-D-S-E-Y dot A-L-D-E-R-M-A-N. And that will also have the, uh, link to this documentary, Edge of the Cliff, on there as well on my YouTube, which is also Lindsay Alderman. Yeah. And make sure, uh, we check out your new, your new music all the time brand new album fire go check it out her whole discography is fantastic listeners you need to dive into this um then also you can check us out on instagram streetwave s-t-r-w-e-t-w-a-w-v-e and then we're on 10 different platforms spotify apple Podcasts. please become a subscriber if you aren't yet subscribe on that it's easy um then we're on like google Podcasts and then seven other ones so check us out Lindsay, I appreciate your time. Uh, you are an incredible, talented, brave, bold um, woman. I could not think of a better person to bring on, so I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, and thank you for having me. And yeah. Much love.
much love and respect to everything that you do for the community. I appreciate that. Love to see that. So yeah. I appreciate you letting me be a part of that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, have a great rest of your day, and we'll talk soon. Yep, you as well. Okay. All right. Bye. Peace. Hello.